could it be there's never too much podcast this is kelly how's everyone doing we got the last dance on espn on sunday sunday evening and uh i caught a glimpse as a lot of you did (sighs) all we're doing a glimpse in all we can do is glimpse at this point. I, I've had no advanced copy, no advanced knowledge. I haven't really been following the last dance. But one thing about the last dance is all that year, Phil Jackson tried to get everyone to call it the last waltz just for the reasons that you think it, because of the band thing, because of the last waltz. And he wanted genuinely some boomerific uh, bit on it, but instead he got a disco song. So... Yes. Yeah. Donna Summer records are great. I mean, the band's great too, but. So it's all about the 97 98 season. I thought it was going to be about the whole three people, but hey. And I watched the clip, and uh, Jerry Krause. Does not come off well. Boy, howdy. Foreman on a train track. He does not come off well. So I come, not to praise him, but to bury him. He should have found a way to keep it together. That's the bottom line. He should have found a way to make it tenable. If he wanted to start on a rebuild, he had plenty of chances to pull the figurative trigger with ownership's blessing. And he didn't. He handled it poorly. He could have done it a lot better. He was the reason that everyone wanted to go. For everyone but Phil Jackson. Because Phil Jackson just wanted to go. He was tired. He needed some time off. They were, there were a lot of games. He'd been going at it pretty hefty. Uh, the, the Chicago bit as head coach and assistant coach had taken up the entirety of his middle age. And right before that, he was... Hustling, gig to gig, CBA coach in the wintertime, Puerto Rican coach in the summertime. 
you know, whatever it is, 26,000 here and 18,000 there. We can have some sense of how much that is because wages haven't changed much. And he needed a break. He absolutely needed a break. And was he happy with Jerry Krause? No. Read the email below. Not in the slightest. How's about ever? Uh, he wanted to go. It was time. Now, had his relationship with his boss stayed pleasant and fruitful and fruitful in ways that weren't just bottom line fruitful, but growing together, learning how to work alongside each other, uh, realizing what brought them together in the first place. Uh, could we go on? You know, yes. Krauss could have found an easier way to do that. So could Phil Jackson, the guy that had Jerry West fleeing from the Lakers after 82 games. Didn't, couldn't even make it through the playoffs, Jerry. So, yeah, Jerry Krauss could have done that better. And I suppose Scottie Pippen, I mean, he wanted to go, too. Because he wasn't ever going to make $30 million a year like Jordan. He was always going to be the second highest paid player on the team. And there was always going to be a younger, flashier team for the guy that was the younger brother that always felt a little cooler, red shoes of the All-Star game, uh, than Jordan. A little hipper, at least a little younger. That Thelonious Monk, Scottie Pippen commercial, shoe commercial, is, the, is just the nicest. This is my favorite advertisement for anything ever. And I like so many sandwiches. Cat scratching in the bed. But now that Jerry Cross re would have renegotiated Scottie Pippen's contracts, but the option would have been there. But it was taken away from him and Pippen by the 95 collective bargaining agreement. And then the ability to play, pay players no matter what, just pay them whatever, because you're the Bulls or the Knicks or the Lakers. They took that away in 1998. Actually, technically early 99, after the lockout ended, max salaries. Which is for another day. So Cross should have probably seen the second one coming, and he probably should have seen the first one coming, because renegotiations were just players who would sign these, like you know, Jawan Howard would sign like a one-year, but actually an eleven-year deal, but he can get out after one year. It's just ridiculous. And Rodman was thirty-seven. He was ready to go. Absolutely ready to go. Done with this. On his last leg. Sprained his MCL and badly the year before the Bulls year. The, year bull, yeah, the Bulls before the year best year. Sprained at 97. We're talking last dance is all about 98. Full year later. Full, full year older. Spraining that stuff. Luke Longley. Free agent. Judd Boosler. Kids. Free agent. Scott Burrell. Free agent. Dickie Simpkins. Jason Cathy. 
free agent. Steve Kerr, free agent. Michael Jordan, free agent. Bill Wennington, free agent. All those people, Bill Wennington came back. Came back the next year, then he left to retire as a Sacramento King. Harper was under contract. Kukoc was under contract. Randy Brown was under contract. And uh, Jerry Krause thought that a shyster named Tim Floyd was uh, a talented enough coach to lust over. That not only was he going to break the college to NBA uh, bad luck streak in dancing school, uh, that he was worth just enervating the Bulls at times. But, you know, just not inviting the Jacksons to a wedding, you know, just... Just bummer stuff that he could have done better on. But I come to bury him. Not to praise him. He was a genius. He was an absolute and utter genius. He was so far ahead of the game. He was drafted 1990-whatever players in 1987. He was like, this Armand Gilliam business is not for me. And Scottie Pippen asked out of the last two seconds of a basketball game in 1994. Then they lost that series. They won that game, but they lost that series. And if you watch a lot of Bulls games, and that second three-peat, even though they're winning 72 and 69 and 63, can't remember, last dance will tell us, games. There's a lot of times where Jordan's best play was driving and then just dumping it to someone that could maybe pick it up and dunk it, thunder dunk it, like he's playing with his pal Barkley. And no one could. Not Pippen. You can see some of it in the comeback. We were documentary, for those of you listening for the first time. We're going through all these 95 games. Just dumping it down. And uh, let me tell you, Scottie Pippen sure did a fine job guarding Mark Jackson, but the dump down pass for uh, Sean Kep when everyone else's head is turned, that's also some good business. That's some good basketball business. <laughs> Will Purdue, and Will Purdue is one of the rare late lottery pick centers, or not even a lottery pick centers, that something good turned out of. Like he was still playing ball a dozen years later. Middle of a lottery, found a seven footer that can walk and chew gum, that learned how to walk and chew gum at the same time later on in his career, but found him. It was really good in 94 95. The Spurs did not trade for him to be a match with Dennis Rodman and cross drafted him and hung on to him and he got beat up and he got left off the playoff roster in 90 in uh, 94 when the Bulls knew they had to go through uh, Patrick Ewing and all the rest possibly the Duncan Dutchman this Duncan Dutchman guy is incredible he can shoot here everywhere
But Popovich wanted him for a reason. Will Purdue had the best year of his career with the Spurs the next year. They started him down the stretch of a season where this the 95-96 and Robin's going crazy. Spurs were the second best team in basketball for a, for a while there. When Purdue was just 14-10, 14-12, two blocks, just he found that dude at 14. Horace Grant could kill it right now. Scotty Pippen. Jackson, Phil Jackson was in CBA. And Krauss asked him for a scouting report on one player. Because Krauss needed a 12th man. And Jackson sent him like a million detailed reports on the context of this player, what's going on with these trends, who's doing what. Jackson's like, I'm going to take advantage of this. Read my newsletter. So we sent a whole bunch of scouting reports on a whole bunch of other players, too. Cross is like, great. And Jackson's like, I live in a house with a bunch of other teenagers in Woodstock. Only one bathroom we're all sharing. The pipes are always buzzing. Get me out of here. Get me in the big leagues. And he brought him in for an interview. Stan Albuck, fine coach, fine basketball man. Uh, Jackson wore a Panama hat with a feather in it to his interview where he was supposed to dispel the myth that he was a, a hippy-dippy, honky-dory, chunky, monkey, uh, Woodstock baby. And he wore a hat with a feather in it to his job interview. And Chino's. Chino's. Also had a beard. I've been in Puerto Rico. So Albeck didn't hire him. Krauss looks like an ass, excuse me, a jerk. Time comes time for Doug Collins, whom Jerry Krauss listened to as a as a color analyst for Arizona State basketball, I believe, and also some random college basketball games on CBS. And I was like, this guy knows his stuff. I'm going to make him a head coach. Doesn't need to be an assistant. He's not going to, he's not going to, he's going to replace the Stan Albeck fella. By the way, Jerry Krause uh, may have saved Michael Jordan's career and probably did in 1986. Michael Jordan Jones fractures. Big chance if Jordan comes back when he wants to, breaks that foot again. He had with Doug Collins, had, he had with Bill Walton. That could have happened. Shoes were not the same. Shoes were not the same. Go wear some ones or twos or one and a halfs or whatever you did to drop 63 points in. Seriously. Go try it. Mm -hmm. 
So Phil Jackson doesn't get that job. Rescues Doug Collins. <clears throat> Krauss does. Who, say what you will, won some ball games in the NBA. Cleaned up a few franchises. Cleaned up this one. Got another gig for Phil Jackson. Said, lose the hat with the feather in it. If you have any other hats with any other uh, presumably dead animal, don't t talk to me about whether or not a bird is an animal or not, Phil Jackson. No hats and shave. So Phil Jackson had no mustache in that first year as an assistant under Doug Collins. Pretty solid staff, Jerry Krause, but I come to bury him. Let's praise him. And Bulls fans have been Jerry, booing Jerry Krause in public since before they won their first title in 91. So if this Robin trade flames out and trading for a gentleman who's already upset about his contracts, perhaps going at it a little too hard off the court, perhaps only playing to save his gambling, we don't know. But if it doesn't work, imagine Mike North right now. He's a guy who traded for Dennis Rodman. It's, it, it's, that would have lasted forever. Krauss, when he went to see Dennis Rodman for the first time, took Phil Jackson with him. Unlike what maybe some general managers, even with longtime coaches, would do today. So you're going to have to deal with him every day. I know I'm always in the bathroom hanging around, but like you're the one who has to coach him. You're coming with me. First, first handle. Come on, Dennis. I know you stand up to shake hands. So it wasn't all great at the end of the draft, but I come bury Jerry Krause not to praise him. But Mark Randall is stretch four. Why not? A taller Ed Neely that can shoot? Worth taking a chance on at the end of. Drafted Travis Knight, who was okay. Not with the Bulls because he was the first and to this point last First round draft pick that was drafted under, this is under a rookie contract. He didn't ask for outrageous terms. Drafted number 30th overall. So what could that possibly mean? Maybe a million. Not even a million. Half a million. Because the guy ahead of him, Priest Lauderdale, was making 548000 So Travis Knight, fine draft pick. They got rid of him because they didn't want to pay that? Travis Knight played a lot of power forward in his time. Would have been pretty fantastic. And uh, would have been at least been seven more fouls 
Because the Bulls didn't know they were going to get Brian Williams uh, a slash Bison Daylight at the end of that next season. Bill Wennington uh, messed up his foot, missed all the 97 postseason. These are the sort of things we are going to explore more and more. Well, we're going to go through all of it at the second arrangement. If this is your first time listening, we're doing every game. We started right before Jordan come back. We're finishing the Jordan stuff. Then when that season ends, we're going to do some transaction stuff. Then we're going to go right back into the next season, which the last dance doesn't talk about. 95-96. He was simpatico with Phil Jackson, Jerry Krause was. Ron Harper was the perfect, Phil Jackson went out and got Ron Harper as soon as Phil Jackson started coaching again. Went out and got Horace Grant. Went out, I mean, I don't want to, from this lectern, start ripping on Stanislav Medvedenko. However, Phil Jackson could have really used Jerry Cross because uh, he understood the triangle. And I don't know if you know this about Phil, but he's kind of sticking with the triangle until, until it turns a whole city against you. they fell out and it was irredeemable like it wasn't going to be patched up that last year the only thing that was a possible situation was uh, Phil Jackson take a year off but Frank Campbell and Jimmy Rogers coach team I think Jimmy Clemens would have been available at that point any number of options but to have Phil take the year off Listen, it turns out we've got a little while to dissect this. Because the first one's all about October. So let's get in October. Scott Burrell, there's going to be probably some stuff about how Michael Jordan gave him some stuff. And uh, didn't, Scott Burrell was, uh, you know, he was all right. He sopped up minutes. That's what he had to do. Organizations win championships, quote, I don't know how they're going to handle it. But it was a ham-fisted thing to say. And frankly, you don't have to say anything. Uh, but Jerry had trouble with that. And, uh, in a culture that has to get everything that just happened on our respective internet pages in the moments sometimes that follow, I don't want to destroy Jerry Krause too much in retrospect for using his rare shots at the microphone to uh, opine. Uh, but he was wrong on a lot of his treatment of the media. History has not helped him in that regard. However, he was uh, 
totally right about this one. Not that organizations win championships or not only play. Who cares? I don't care. But uh, Bernie Linsticombe, a columnist who I, I enjoy and admire, uh, took it and ran with it, as they say. And it got out of hand. Uh, as they say in the Ruddles, he... Uh, he <laughs> He took the wrong end of the stick and he beat around the bush with it. And then I got Jordan to think that's what he said. And it also got Jordan's answer in the paper. It's a Republican paper. Tribune. And they traded for Scott Burrell, and he was okay, and they're going to show Jordan give him a hard time. And he did give him a hard time, but they're also going to show at the end of it in Utah, uh, I think right before game one, or maybe game six when they come back to Salt Lake City, uh, you know, getting Scott Burrell on the shoulder was real good and saying, you know, this is why this is why I rode you all year. But no one is ready to play basketball again. And does that, does that feeling ring uh, familiar. It, it just seems like no one was ready for that in 2019-20. Uh, it's a it's a haul. And the Bulls did three championships and then two second rounds and then three more till the end, six, six, and six game championships. I got to explain the big four to my wife the other day. It was great. I was seeing if she could name any bands. And she remembered all the bands. But they're the most metal names ever. Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax. So it's like, after every one, I was like, oh, you know, I should have. Oh, yeah, duh. Oh, yeah, the news radio clip. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I think she got Metallica. She may have got Megadeth. No, I don't think she got Megadeth. But, you know, not that I, I don't. I, I haven't... I hadn't listened before that night to Rain and Blood since I was 12 years old. So I don't know how deep into Paris this goes, but uh, everyone was dead tired. And... Uh, Coach had plantar fasciitis, and the only way around plantar fasciitis is to just not do anything, stay off your feet. And so he was out of shape and afraid to get injured again because I don't know if you've ever had plantar fasciitis. Uh, but it feels like there are giants, uh, uh, bullhorns pushing at the bottom, just not two of them, but just like a row, uh, uh, you know, devil horning, slayer horning uh, into the bottom of your foot. It's very painful. I had that condition that year from playing basketball outside quite a bit in Jumpmans, which were so good looking. Oh yeah, those were good. Whatever they call the ones that came out in 96, 97, black and red, heavy black. And George started giving out his shoes. They may say the, uh, the, the last year, the 97, 98 ones. Not great with numbers. I believe 13s. I know my kids love 12s. Uh, because it was supposed to help with plant, plantar fasciitis. 
and I don't know if it did or not, but suddenly Kukoc, Wennington, uh, Luke, uh, all wearing Jordans after. Didn't have Nike before that, but, you know. He's trying to save his team, Michael. He's trying to help them. Uh, did they help me? You know, kind of. It was at my worst in September, October. Got him on November 1st. Oh, they might show the Boston game if this is about October. Halloween, Friday night. Uh, no, no going out, no doing anything because the SATs were the day before for me watching that game. Terrible fever, terribly sick. Uh, tossing down ramen, trying to get my throat to open up. Uh, SATs, nearly perfect on verbal. In the 500s in math. D-U-M-dem-dem-dum-dum -dum, uh, with the math. So, that was always fun in the early days when I was the stat guy. So the Bulls uh, start chasing. Jason Caffey does well, and Pippen's gone. They play, they play. Patino's press doesn't work, it doesn't work. And then it starts kind of working, and then not really. And then the Bulls just cannon shots. Just cannon shots. Jordan's wrist is screwed up. He's wearing like a heavy metal. He's wearing, it looks like what Elvis Costello wore that he had his wrist uh, watch in. You know, one of those, guys. So uh, go check that shot of Elvis Costello reclining with a little box amplifier on the back of the tour bus and his famous guitar, famous jazz master. It was ugly. And like, you know, throw it to Luke and he does okay in the first half, but suddenly he's back iron and average. The bulls will just dry up. Top nine offense that year. Top nine. And it was ugly for a while. We'll get into the, uh, November when ESPN does. Uh, but Paris, we got our first look at Dragon Tarlach, whom Krauss had drafted in the second round. We were eagerly anticipating his arrival. He's going to be like maybe a Scott Williams type. And he was more like a Scott Service type. And, oh, wow, he showed as much during the McDonald's championship. And uh, also showed that everyone was really out of shape. And hurting, and Scott Burrell was not going to be the answer. And uh, boy, it sure can't get any worse than October. Uh, and it will. Read below. November gets way worse. Way worse. Cuckoo King. What's up, baby? Hey, we're here with Maddie. Say hi, Maddie. Hey, Maddie. What are you said to? Uh, Maddie, do you mind tell? Do you mind telling our listeners the how old you are? I'm 17. Okay. So she was born well after all this happened. Madeline, when I say the 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 90s Chicago Bulls, the championship team, mm -hmm. you don't have to paint a picture. You don't have to be poetic about their great. Just tell me what you know. Red. Red. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good start. That's it. What, what are you? What white, were, white. There's white too. What were you? What I was trying to remember earlier. What are your favorite Jordans? I don't even know. What were the ones you kept buying? Were those twelves? Oh, I like the eights. You like, like eights? The yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, yeah, I, I like the elevens. What were the ones of the fourth tongues? I had those in a little. You push down and it had a little. It, it could. It could. It could tighten up oh. your uh, uh, shoelaces. Shoe kids are going oh, nuts yeah, out there like listening to this. And the Concord, the, the patent leather ones. I mean, I like, I understood why they were cool, but they were never, but I like, yeah. Okay, so what, uh, so 95, this is 97, 98, so this is several years before you were born. Uh, did you know, so you know Michael Jordan's on the team, do you know anyone else on the team? Um, 
No. <laughs> no. I don't watch basketball that much. What about the guy that was on your telephone? Nahamadu Diallo. I'm just like, um, um, um. With a milk mustache. I know, I know. Why did I forget his name? Is this? It's is just because I'm on the spot. Is this still on your phone? Knock it off. Dennis Robin. No. Oh yeah. Dennis Robin. Is this still on your phone? No. Okay, but it was on there for a while. Yeah. It was the got milk ad of Dennis Robin was the. Okay, so he was on the team. Do you know what he was like amazing at? Like the best ever thing at in basketball. Like of all the things you do in basketball. Oh no, he was shoot. crazy. That was that was part of it. That's what I like about him. But the amazing thing he was amazing at was a shooting. No. What happens after the shot clangs off the rim and it's anyone's ball? Rebound. Rebounding is the best ever. Times a million. And here's the deal. Was he taller than Michael Jordan? No. No. Same height. No. But he had to guard Shaq. <laughs> Miles in here, too. What flavor White Claw? You know. Mango. Mango. Okay, do, 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 okay, so how many how many titles do you think Jordan won in the decade of the nineties? Out of ten years. Hmm. This would be. Hmm. Now we're okay, I'll give you a hint. Some of the years Dicka won a title. So he didn't win a title in all ten years. So he won six titles. Five that's pretty good. Oh just barely. The second best player was Scottie Pippen. Who you may know. And that's about it. The black and the red is the best part of it. There's a clip of Jordan walking into practice where the fit is like perfect for right now. Anyway, Madeline, hmm. uh, are, are you going to uh, uh, <laughs> uh, say goodbye to the listeners or anything else you might want to plug? Bye. That's it. Genevieve, anything else you want to plug? You're good? I'm good. You just gave me the English up your sign. <laughs> Taking a break and walk past, we thought it would be a good idea. And it was. Uh, subscribe if you can. Take care, everyone.